Hello, wild one. Welcome to the Shamanic Tantra Podcast. I'm your host, Holly Taraya, and I'm honored to have you on this journey with me. My intention with this show is to create a sacred space for conversations around all the things I wish I were taught growing up. I'm here to remind you that all of you is sacred. Every emotion, every experience, and every energy that runs through your body and heart is holy. Shamanic Tantra is a path I walk and it's a path of liberation. Freedom that's found deep within the body and deep inside the breath. It's a path of reclamation, of integrating every shade of who you are. The wild, the wonderful, the primal, and the pure. All is welcome here. It's a path of truth, of devotion to the pulsing, quivering truth of this very moment. As that's all there ever is. May we love each other, may we honor each other, and may we celebrate each other as we walk each other home. Aho, and on we go. Hello, wild one. This is Holly Taraya coming at you live with the Shamanic Tantra podcast from the jungles of Costa Rica. And I'm really excited to dive in today with this topic. Today's podcast episode is called The Seasons of Sexuality, Exploring Low Desire with Compassion. And today I'm going to cover the Taoist seasons of sexual turn-on and how to look at our turn-on as a force of nature. We're going to dive into how to stay curious and open if you're in a place of low desire in your journey instead of criticizing yourself and or your partner. And how to devote yourself to coming fully back to life and emerging into a spring after having a winter in your sexuality. So I'm really excited to dive in with this today. It is a subject that I'm navigating right now and it's so near and dear to my heart. And I want to share that this actually feels like a very vulnerable episode for me to publish, for me to share with, because I'm going to be diving into some of my own shadow and shame that I'm currently working through with my sexuality. So One of the things that I've been challenged with lately in my journey um, and initiated into in my journey is the level of identity and ego that I still carry around my sexuality and how much of my worthiness and deservedness and belonging is still tied into my level of sexual turn on. And it's, and it's tricky because what I do here, what I do for work, what I teach is so deeply connected to sexuality, to erotic energy, to love and intimacy. And so it can be extra challenging for me as a teacher in this space when I'm navigating difficulty in relationship, when I'm navigating low erotic energy and turn on, when I'm navigating heartbreak or jealousy or all of these other shades 
of humanity that we get to explore and it feels like an edge for me. And so what a perfect time to record a podcast and be vulnerable with you because this is so important because I am so human and I know that the more that I show my humanity around my sexuality, around my journey, that the more that you can hear and feel me and know that I am you and you are me and we all have the same struggles and the same fears and the same curiosities. And so this is where I'm at on my journey is navigating through winters in my romantic relationships, in my sexuality, and navigating this space with such deep compassion and curiosity. And so what I'd love to start with in this episode is sharing with you the philosophy of the Taoist seasons around sexual turn-on. And so Taoism is a branch of Tantra. And essentially, in a nutshell, Taoism is the way of nature. It's the way of nature. It follows the laws of nature, of giving and receiving, of seasons, of the elements, and all of the ways that nature operates. We operate in the same way because we are nature. Our, our, our bodies are made of earth and water and fire and wind and we expect ourselves in our modern culture to always be in peak states, always be in joy, always be producing, always be creating, always be in blooming, essentially, especially in the self-development space and especially in the sexuality space. It's, it's common for myself and for people that I know in this space to just always want to be in that peak state, <laughs> always want to be turned on, always want to be creating, always want to be inspired, always want to be crushing it. And, you know, it's, I think it's beautiful to have a high standard of the level of, of human that you want to be and the, and the bar that you want to set for yourself. And nature is not always blooming, my friends. Nature goes through seasons where the leaves drop and everything descends down into the root and it looks like it's dying, right? It goes through phases of sprouting and of innocence into the spring of returning, of reclaiming, and then it blooms, everything blooms into full fragrance and beauty and joy in the summer. And then the abundance and harvest begins to drop in fall and the fruits begin to drop so that the earth can be nourished with the compost. And then we return again to winter. And this is the Taoist way, following the way of nature. The yin space of fall and winter of descending down into the roots and letting things go and cultivating and harvesting energy. The yang masculine space of spring and summer of producing and shining. And my reminder to you, to myself today, is that we as human beings go through seasons in life. We are part of the Tao. And so there's going to be points in our journey where we are dying and descending and dropping everything we've ever known to the bottom of our soils so that we can re-nourish and reclaim and rebirth. And then there's going to be times in our creativity and our sexuality and our joy in our ecstasy where we are in full bliss and pleasure. And there's the macro and the micro. There's going to be times in our lives where we have whole years of winter. And there's going to be times in our life where we have whole years of summer. 
And then there's the micro where, especially as women, our bodies are the conduit for the natural feminine way, where through our cycle, we have times where we're ascending in our ovulation and times where we're descending in our menstruation. And we go through this continual shamanic journey of death and rebirth, death and rebirth. And what fuels this in nature? Our erotic energy. Our creative life force is the fuel that opens the blooms in the summer, that opens our hearts in times of joy and celebration. It is our erotic energy that sends all of our life force down into our roots when we're in a space of deep healing and death and discovery. And so for us to expect constant turn on within our own bodies, within the bodies of our partners, for us to expect always being open and available and a yes, for us to always want to be erect and hard and wet is unrealistic, my friends. It is unrealistic. And I'm here to tell you, as a woman whose top value in life is pleasure and eros and intimacy and love, that part of that path is also, and this is such a deeply tantric teaching, part of that path is also embracing the grief, the anger, the dying, the sadness, the fear. And in fact, the deeper you can go into your winter, whether it's your menstruation as a woman, whether it's your grief portal, whether it's your reinventing of yourself, the deeper you can go into your winter with compassion and curiosity and resource yourself there and not shame yourself for not being in a summer and not feel guilty or like you're broken, or like there's something wrong with you for not being in a blooming phase, if you can let that all go and cozy up into the roots of your body and maybe close your temple doors for a moment and just be in the dark riches of your soils, the deeper you can go into that space with presence, with awareness, with patience, then when it is time for the sprouts of sexuality and creativity to sprout within you again on their own accord at the pace of love with the flow of nature, you will be resourced. You will be ready and it will happen on its own. You cannot force the sprouting. You cannot force the blooming. But what you can do is be present with yourself for every single moment of where you're at in the journey. And this is the Taoist way. And again, Taoism is a branch of Tantra. It's all about the Wu way, the way of nature. And so this is such a modern conditioning in our society of go, go, make, make, do, do. Like, ah, uh, enough with that enough with that so my invitation to you today my friends is can you invite yourself into a winter in your sexuality whether you are by yourself and making love to yourself or whether you are in partnership can you grant yourself and your partner permission to be in a winter to be in a lack of desire and to not point fingers at yourself to not point fingers at another, and to just be in this phase. This phase is beautiful. And trust me, when that summer returns, it'll be even more fragrant, more moist, more juicy, more alive, because you have given yourself the gift of rest, of repair, 
of remembrance of regeneration. And so I am speaking right now from deeply personal experience. I've had so many phases in my life where I've been in deep, deep winter. And I'm actually coming out of a winter right now. I shared in my previous podcast having an orgasm in front of 150 people. That was a peak moment for me. I was in full bloom, full summer, full pleasure. And then I descended into a deep winter. And I couldn't access my pleasure for a while. And my self-pleasure practices were very yin, very focused on self-massage and sensuality, but not very driven by the primal eros. And, and that's okay. It taught me so many beautiful lessons about expectation and how much expectation we can put on ourselves and how much expectation I put on myself. Being a tantrika, being a sex coach, being a woman that embodies and teaches this but I know that this is part of the teaching. And so that's why I'm here to share with you today that being in a winter is part of the flow of your erotic energy. And the most important thing here is to move through your winter with curiosity and compassion. So what do I mean by that? Well, basically curiosity and compassion are the opposite of criticism and blame. If you can stay curious through your winter and just stay curious, you know, what is contributing to this? Why am I in a space of regeneration right now? Am I rebirthing myself? Am I healing? Am I recovering from burnout? Am I just in a space where I need to feel safe and rooted and I'm not in a space of openness and availability, right? Like, and even if you can't figure it out, just being with that, like, I don't know why I'm in a winter right now. It is just where I'm at. And trust that spring will come, summer will come, but being wholehearted with totality, with full presence in your winter, it's such a beautiful journey. And so that's staying curious and then staying compassionate. Can you love yourself? Can you love yourself when your body's not able to access pleasure? Can you love your partner if your partner's body isn't able to access pleasure? Can you not point fingers and say to your partner, you are not turning me on because of X, because of Y, because of Z, and own your lack of desire. Own your lack of desire. And not blame yourself for it, but own it and say, yeah, I'm in a space of low desire right now in my journey. And it's part of life. And it's part of what makes me human. It's part of what makes me woman. It's part of what makes me nature herself. So staying curious and compassionate through that cycle and finding other ways to come to life, finding other ways to connect in pleasure and embodiment with your partner, in sensuality with your partner and removing the goal. Again, this is such a deeply tantric teaching is removing the goal in life. There is no goal for orgasm. There is no goal for erection. There is no goal for wetness. There is no goal even for pleasure. You can set it as an embodied intention. You can set it as a desire, but then remove the goal. Remove the expectation. When you remove the expectation, you remove resentment. When you remove the expectation, you remove blame. And when you remove the expectation, you come into the present moment with what it is here to teach you. And so this portal of winter that I've been navigating through and emerging from in this space has taught me so much. It's taught me so much. It's taught me how beautiful my pleasure and sexuality are and how much they feed me when they're here. 
It's taught me that there are ways that I can bring myself back to life and that I can actually use a winter in my body as a significant way for me to know that perhaps I'm living out of truth. Perhaps my body isn't being nourished. Perhaps I'm saying yes to too many things and my erotic energy has run dry. Perhaps I'm too much in my fucking head and criticizing and judging and projecting and blaming and that does not turn me on. <laughs> so one of my gurus in this space, Esther Perel, she's a love, sex and relationship therapist one of the most pivotal questions that she asks that you can ask yourself that I've been asking myself is I turn myself on when? So I turn myself on when I spend as little time on technology as possible. I turn myself on when I take full responsibility for my body, my desire, my pleasure. I turn myself on when I go down to the beach every single morning, rain or shine, and dance and swim and breathe and vibrate. I turn myself on when I look at my lover through the eyes of love and total acceptance. I turn myself on when I am here in this moment. And I turn myself on when I allow myself to go into a winter and sip from that space. The second question is, I turn myself off when? I turn myself off when? I enter into the logical brain and I step into fear and trigger and trauma and blame. I turn myself off when I project my own insecurities onto my partner and blame him for everything. I turn myself off when I am stuck at a computer screen and disconnected completely from my sensuality and erotic energy. I turn myself off when I don't listen to the whispers of my body and they become screams. Because when my body says no and I don't listen, it turns off. And I turn myself off when I'm in a winter and I shame and blame myself for wanting to be in a summer. So these are my discoveries and my invitation to you is instead of saying to the person, the lover across from you, you turn me off when, you turn me on when, how do you turn yourself on? How do you turn yourself off? This is sexual sovereignty. I've published a lot of podcast episodes on sexual sovereignty, the importance of taking ownership for your desire, your pleasure, your erotic energy your truth. And this is a part of it. And so uh, curiosity, what turns you on? What turns you off without judgment? And can you love yourself anyway, even when you're not blooming? Can you love yourself anyway when your temple doors are closed for spiritual moments and maintenance? And can you celebrate yourself just as importantly? Can you celebrate yourself when your pleasure is knocking at your door? Can you make space for it? Can you worship it? Can you welcome it, right? So the cycles of life, the Tao. I have an online course and a book for women called The Tao of the Womb, which is all about this piece. I call it the womb medicine wheel, the, the cycles that we season through throughout our cycle of turn on, of availability, of low energy. And it's driven by hormones, yes. 
but it's mostly driven by nature. It's driven by your erotic energy, your creation, your destruction. There is a time to ripen and harvest, and there is a time to die and compost. And if you always want to be in blooming, you will not survive this life. <laughs> You'll burn out. You will fall down. So can you give yourself those yin spaces and choose to consciously rest? And can you celebrate yourself when you're in a space of expansion and pleasure? So that is my transmission for today, the Taoist seasons of sexual turn-on, how to stay curious and compassionate during a winter instead of criticizing, and how to devote yourself to coming back to life. Two of the tantric teachings, the powers of God, of goddess, <clears throat> well, the four powers of God and goddess are creation, destruction, forgetting, and then remembering. And I know that life sometimes takes things away from us momentarily so that we can feel the absence of it in our hearts. We can feel the absence of it in our body and go to the knees of our humility and grace and say, gosh, what a gift to be able to embody these things. And can I still find beauty in my life when it's not here? Can I still find aliveness when it's not here? And then it's like when we hit that bottom point with total humility and grace, the Tao floods us back with our medicine, our deepest medicine, and we remember, and that's part of being a god, it's part of being a goddess, is we forget, but we always remember. And so I am in a space of remembering how much of a gift my turn on is to myself and to my lovers, how much of a gift and medicine my erotic energy and aliveness is to my body. It is the deepest medicine that I have ever known. And when I'm without it, I still feel whole. I still feel worthy, even as a tantrika, even as a woman who teaches sexuality and intimacy, because this is part of it. I'm not just teaching how to be open and juicy and erect. I'm teaching how to be compassionate and real and human, right? And so I'm really going to make a conscious effort with this podcast, with my offerings to bring more of that into my teachings, to bring more of that, the humanness, right? There's times that I don't turn on. There's times that I am shut down. There's times that I feel so far away from my sexuality, but the most important thing is, is that I've made it such a core value for me that I am devoted to remembering. I am devoted to returning. Always, 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 because I know the gift of erotic energy embodied. I know the gift of liberating love. I know the gift of deep intimacy with self and others. And I am devoted to that path. And it starts with myself and how compassionately and how much curiosity I can hold myself through every single season in life. And so my invitation to you today, wild ones, beloveds, is to allow yourself moments of low desire and to celebrate the desire when it lands back into your body and to stay curious to what turns you on, to what turns you off, to what brings you to life, to what shuts you down and chase the things that bring you to life. This is what Tantra is, embodiment, breath, movement, sensuality, intimacy. It's the path of embodied awakening. And it is driven and fueled by our sexual energy. But in order to do that, we must return to stillness. We must descend. We must die. We must forget. 
And so may you remember today that you, beloved human, are a force of nature, that you are fire and air rising, that you are water and earth descending, and that your body is a temple of truth and Tao and all that lives and breathes through you. Can you make space for it? Can you love it? Can you accept it in yourself, in your partner, and in every single person you meet? Self-acceptance and acceptance of others is the core reason we practice, is to love, to love, to love, to love. You're here with a mission to inspire and impact many through your purpose. I'm here to support your mission by sharing the tools, practices, and teachings of Tantra, empowering you to become empowered by pleasure as you light up the world with your love and service. Serve from overflow. This is the new paradigm way of the embodied feminine leader, and I am honored to teach you how. I'm here to help you gently release any and all things within your being that are out of alignment and no longer true, so you can create space for all your desires to enter your life. No more sacrificing yourself for service. No more putting pleasure, rest, and celebration at the bottom of the pile. It's time to let your feminine essence and primal sensual power become your new fuel source. It's time to come fully alive. Your tantric awakening awaits. Join me for Tantric Awakening, a three or six month mentorship for women to return to the throne of your body and become fully alive. Click the link below and visit hollytariah.com slash mentorship to begin your Tantric Awakening journey today. Thank you for joining me today on the Shamanic Tantra podcast. To dive deeper on your Tantra journey, visit my website at hollytariah.com for my online courses, books, private mentorships, and group coaching programs. Please subscribe to this podcast and share this episode with your friends. May you live in truth, beauty, and freedom. Love, Holly Tariah.